This technocast is presented by the National TPSSO Franchise Owners Association. My name is Tad Molnhauer, President and Executive Director of the Association. Recently, I was asked to participate in a discussion regarding the many challenges facing our network. I was honored to be included in such an important endeavor and humbled when asked to directly provide insight and formulate proposed solutions to these challenges. As with many aspects of this network, the challenges affecting store owners the most are often intertwined, convoluted, and cannot be remedied without the explicit consent and approval of the UPS Store, Inc. and UPS. This is especially true when the policies and direction of the UPS Store, Inc. and UPS propagate the very challenges that adversely affect the future of our network. This is not just my opinion of the damage being wrought by the policies and direction of the UPS Store, Inc. and UPS. This is a dissertation of the challenges that have been expressed consistently by both association members and non-members alike. The proposed solutions are my recommendations to resolve the challenges presented by the policies and direction of the UPS Store, Inc. and UPS. These proposed solutions are offered with the dedication and experience of a store owner, MCO, co-op president, and the executive director and president of the National TPSSO Franchise Owners Association, and are by no means the only possible solutions to the challenges facing this network. Unlike some, I would never presume to have all the answers, and I would never reject or summarily dismiss any attempts to address the many challenges facing our network. UPS, the challenges. The continued encroachment of UPS into our daily operations is directly and negatively impacting our network. UPS, in its pursuit of more cost-effective package delivery and storage options, has leveraged their ownership of our network to obligate our stores to participate in UPS-based programs, such as Access Point, which compete directly with the core profit center of the network, mailbox services. These UPS-based initiatives seem deliberately designed to solely maximize the profits of UPS and, as a byproduct of this UPS objective, minimize the revenue potential of our network. In addition, the use of UPS preprinted labels, commonly referred to as drop-offs by the network, has increased exponentially in the last 10 years. Part of this phenomenon is a result of the proliferation of online e-commerce. But UPS has also targeted individual personal use shippers with discounts that rival and in some cases exceed the shipping discounts offered to our network. Never ever under any circumstances should an individual shipping only $150 a week be given a UPS shipping rate that is comparable to the UPS shipping rate received by a network consisting of 5,000 locations promoting a special business relationship with UPS. Proposed solutions. The current compensation structure offered by UPS has not significantly changed in more than a decade. However, our cost for rent, labor, business insurance, workers' compensation, payroll expenses, etc., have all grown exponentially during the same time frame. Factor in the, the annual rate increase of UPS shipping, and the compensation offered to our network has become a financial windfall for UPS and a financial liability for our network. To remedy this inequity, UPS should at least double the commissions provided to our stores for drop-offs, access point, and other UPS-based initiatives. Going forward, the network's compensation for drop-offs, access point, and other UPS-based initiatives should be adjusted annually to directly reflect any rate increases imposed by UPS. In addition, access point and other UPS-based initiatives that require package storage at our facilities should include a per-day fee 
to compensate us for our limited space and or storage availability. UPS has addressed, albeit in a minor way, the individual one-time shipper as it pertains to paying by credit card on the UPS website and then shipping via a UPS store location. However, UPS continues to aggressively market six-digit accounts to individual personal use shippers with discounts that rival or exceed the shipping discount presented to our network. UPS must find a way to balance its pursuit of market share in this segment of the shipping industry with the vulnerability of our network to such business objectives. One possible solution is to offer six-digit account numbers only to businesses and to funnel all individual personal shipments via the UPS store. UPS also needs to address the shipping cogs currently available to our network for small packages and UPS standard to Canada by raising the profit level to a minimum of 35% on these specific packages. The UPS Store Inc. The Challenges UPS Store Inc. has shown a disturbing lack of concern for the input, opinion, and or financial condition of store owners. Some might consider this a result of inept leadership, but this is not a factual assessment. The senior leadership of the UPS Store Inc. are very competent, yet they seem to have made a calculated decision that individual store owners do not matter. The UPS Store Inc. and UPS continue to operate our franchise system as though it were a division of the UPS Corporation and not as an independently owned and operated member of a franchise network. Stores are regarded as corporate assets and owners are treated like corporate employees, not independent contractors. Marketing, operational programs, and concepts are developed in a vacuum without any significant franchisee input, and in many cases, developed out without any regard to the true need of our customers. Interaction between franchisee and franchisor is based more on compliance than sales building or actually meeting customer needs. Unfortunately, there is little to no tolerance for an entrepreneur in the current franchisor-franchisee climate. It appears as if the UPS Store Inc. has made a conscious decision to regard creative, outside-the-box entrepreneurs truly concerned about the future growth of this network and disgruntled, disappointed, financially challenged, etc. store owners equally as a tool to be used and thrown away via store transfer, non-renewal, or closure when no longer useful. This tragedy will certainly lead to short-term gains for the UPS Store Inc., but long-term, this philosophy has the potential to irreparably harm the network. Proposed solutions. There needs to be a collaborative approach between the UPS Store Inc., UPS, and the franchise community for the development of all programs and initiatives. Facts should be renamed to the Franchise Action Committee, and the bylaws need to be amended to reflect this change in its mission. Facts should be granted substantial and direct input over the development and implementation of all of the UPS store programs and initiatives. These new powers should include, if necessary, the ability to alter programs and initiatives presented by the UPS Store Inc. or UPS that are determined to be detrimental to the franchise network. If a program or initiative being presented does not benefit the UPS Store Inc., the store owners, and the customer, then the program or initiative should be changed to achieve this criterion. In addition, franchisees should be recognized and treated as independent contractors by the UPS Store Inc. and UPS. Both franchisor and franchisees should use the franchise agreement as a vehicle to equally promote profitability for both parties. The franchise agreement should not be used by the UPS Store Inc. without regard to any financial impact on store owners 
as a blunt force tool designed to drive a narrow focus solely for the benefit of corporate profits. With the UPS Store Inc. and FAC working together as equal partners from inception to fruition, the combined effort will produce a much better outcome for all concerned parties than the current closed-door and one-sided process in use by the UPS Store Inc. today. This approach will certainly result in improved bottom line results for the franchise community. While this approach may increase the UPS Store Inc.'s cost in the short term, it will improve the long-term profit outlook for both the store owners and the UPS Store Inc. We, the store owners, the UPS Store Inc. and UPS are stronger and more successful when working together towards common goals than the current environment where the UPS Store Inc. and UPS demand the adoption of programs and initiatives without the input or consent of store owners. The only way we can successfully move forward is a mutual respect for our business partners nurtured by an open and direct dialogue that addresses the challenges we face as a network today, tomorrow, and in the years to come.